0: Boop, boo boop boop boop, 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 Oh, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Three, two, one. And we are off to the races. Episode uh, numero 11 number 11. Podcast episode number 11. Folks, this is a milestone. In fact, it is such a beautiful day. It is October 25th 2018 and the year of our Lord and uh, What we're about to cover today is the future 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 Of advertising just a little bit of it though because one thing that we are doing is doing what we love oh I feel so good I Feel so good to do what you love and we love advertising Especially the direct response variety now this is not your everyday podcast this is not your normal you know what it is that you know is about the podcasting thing this is something bigger this is something better this is something that no matter if you are a novice or novice or if you have been in the game for years that we're going to talk about something that you like or something that you don't like So just like the baseball field, hitting home runs, we're gonna cover every base. We might not do it today, but there is something in here for you. And I want you all to know, the reason I do this is for you. This is such a beautiful day. We're gonna talk about today, and what we're gonna talk about is voice. That's one thing we're gonna talk about. Um, You know, some other cool things. So if you are new to this, you know, we welcome the, this is the Art of Advertising. Probably the best podcast that there is no man, uh, Outside of all the other ones that are also the best podcast. Because each podcast really depends on if you like it or not. Or if you are, or if you like the theme and the topic. And what I typically try to do is say, hey, here's something about marketing and advertising that I love. And maybe you like it too. If you do, cool. Hit the subscribe button, the like button, or the share. Or just tell your friends about it. If you don't like it, hey, too bad. Deuces. You know, we talk about a lot of sales and marketing and, you know, one of the things that, you know, for, for those of us who kind of do consulting on the side or, you know, part of our agency, a branch of that is consulting is, look, we, we're we not going to mess around. If 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 there's, you know, when you meet someone and they either want you to do business with them or... You know, if you see a business where, like, hey, you know, I could totally help you, you know, market and leverage, then, you know, if it's a good fit, it's a good fit. You know, there's there doesn't have to be any strong-arm, salesy thing. You know, one of the things that, you know, one of my favorites is a guy by the name of Frank Kern, and he's amazing. Go listen to his stuff. It's super cool. One of the things I remember hearing him talking about is, look, if someone's not interested in your product or your service, then uh, goodbye. Give them the old, just buy. Like, you know, there are thousands of them and there's only one of you. There's only one of you. So look, if someone's uninterested, don't waste your time. Your time, the most valuable, precious thing that you have, this gift of life is time. You get this. You get. Everyone gets twenty-four hours in a day. How are you going to use yours? Then? You're going to spend it trying to strong arm somebody that's not even interested. No, it's a waste your time. I mean, if you want to, cool, go for it. But you know, but if, if you find the people that are interested, have the need, you know, if there's literally so much opportunity in this world for you to do amazing things. That oh, so that's one thing that i wanted to say so anyway so all right let's get this we uh i'm going to talk about some voice things one of the things that i did rather than just taking notes you know like with a pen and paper uh, i just have 14 windows open on my ipad and i'm just gonna read off what other people have done so that to get you caught up and then we're gonna talk about those things so Welcome to today's podcast. Uh, We are experiencing, experimenting, and experiencing, experimenting with a lot of things behind the scenes. A lot of the things that you hear on that side, if you're in your car, or if you're at the gym, you know, maybe you're walking in the park, hey, maybe you're at the office, you know, maybe writing some ads or doing some marketing, or you're at the office, you know, being a human resources guy, or maybe you're sitting at a car dealership because you love advertising, you're like, oh, I need to get in a sale somehow. Cool. And you're sitting there, thinking, all right, how do I get better? How do I improve? Well, one way you do it is by studying the greats. Studying the greats, Frank Kerr and John Carlton. Uh, you know, those people that have made businesses millions and have created a nice living for themselves while they did it. But the thing is, they, they created some really awesome things. So, all that to say, we've been, we have been um, experimenting with them, some things uh, behind the scenes, and you will see some of those things in the very near future. One of those things is planning for 2019, and the planning for 2019 is happening now. Like, like we're almost beyond Christmas right now. Like, yeah, this is offer season, and you're going to offer, you know, you get a Thanksgiving offer, a Black Friday offer, you know, Cyber Monday, 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 and then, you know... December comes, the 1st of December, you know, countdown to Christmas and the New Year's offers. So, you know, this is like prime time licking our lips as marketers and advertisers. And just because of of the availability of options that we have to do cool things. So uh, if there's one thing that's consistent in our lives, it's advertising. You know, today is October the 25th. This is the number one day for good fortune and happiness, joy and harmony, and I believe the universe is coming together and aiding you towards something great. So, here's what we're gonna talk about today, voice and voice marketing. Do you or do you not use voice marketing, like the voice. Not the voice, the show, I guess the voice. But do you talk in your phone and use the voice? There, you know, people use, like, Alexa, Google Assistant, Cortana, Siri. And there's this startling statistic. And I say it's startling because I think some people were startled when they either read it or whoever uses this statistic tries to startle people with it. And that statistic is this. They say, they, they say... It's estimated 20 to 50% of all searches will be voice initiated by 2020 Holy cow, that's a lot. Now, hold on a second. 20 to 50% 20 to 50% of all searches will be used by Google Voice and I'll I'll pull up the statistic shortly. So 20 Wait, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. 20 to 50%, so let's think about that for a second. Google. So, let's break that down. Because we got to break some things down. If you if John Carlton said, you know, if you're in the direct response industry, you kind of get math and statistics a little bit, oh, I don't know, better than like the typical advertiser or marketer. And here's why: because we focus on return on investment. We focus on results. We focus on dollars. You know, if someone, if you spend a hundred dollars and you get five hundred dollars back on that advertising, then why would you not spend two hundred dollars to get back another five? You know, what I mean, does it not make sense? Uh, you know, so you know, part of the one of the things that we do. Uh, as direct response marketers is all right. you know what is that the number but here look at this number 20 to 50% you're fucking kidding so we broke this down we meaning me Mm -hmm. so according to the Google Google processes 3.5 billion searches per day okay so let's kind of give it in perspective Um, that's about 40,000 searches per second that's a lot Sure. So they're they're estimating that between 20% and 50% of all Google searches will be done by voice. 20 to 50%. So we're estimating between 700 million, which is 20% of 3.5 billion. So they're estimating between 700 million and, oh, what's 50% of 3.5 billion? Mm, 1.75 billion. So they're estimating uh, anywhere between 700 million and 1.75 billion. It seems like a pretty broad guess, if you ask me. That seems like, well, we could either be, like, how off would you want to be? I mean, we're talking like a billion, off by a billion searches. A billion. Anyway, that seems like a lot to me, so. Um, So that is an interesting statistic. So there's a lot of companies out there that are like, you know, holy shit, oh crap, you know, what do you do? There's going to be some uh, four-letter words in this uh, podcast. If you cannot tell already, if you don't like it, I can't help you. So I'll try to keep the language appropriate. Um, so Crazy statistics Um, these are crazy statistics And I got these from edit.co.uk I don't know what that means I just found this website 50% of all searches That's Oh, the 50% of all searches by voice By 2020, that's according to Uh, this place called Comcore Comcore, uh, or campaignlive.co.uk Uk. Um pulling this up for you now and a bunch of pop-ups are happening who uses pop-ups anymore besides if you're about to exit a page not when you get there like when you get at a page you want to go and read it nothing more irritating than as soon as you get to a page there's a pop-up like I totally get the pop-ups that you know when you go to exit out the page and then there's a pop-up like hey wait don't forget like well first of all you didn't tell me in the first place but they're like hey um before you go we have something for you I'm like oh sweet i listen. What is it? Because I'm about to bail. But you don't want me to. So. With voice search. Um. I'm just looking out the window for a second. Squirrel. JK. JK. So, yeah. That's according to... Um, Comcore. About 30% of searches will be done without a screen. By Media POS. Without a screen. So, what does that mean? I guess, talking into uh, like the, the Google Home thing. So, then there's also one by Skyward. By 2019, the voice recognition market will be a $601 million industry. This year, and this this article was written in 2017 by a guy named Mike Jeffs. Oh, no, the eighth of January 2018. And his name is Mike Jeffs, not Jeffs Mike. Mike Jeffs. And so he compiled all these statistics for the world, and we thank him for his service. Uh, 25 million devices will be ship bringing the total number of voice-first devices to 33 million in circulation. By a study by Voice Labs via media post. Uh, currently, Google voice search queries, and this was in 2016. Oh, now this isn't fair. Alright, so this is this statistic. Via search engine watch, people, I guess they watch the search engines, they have a statistic. It says Google voice search queries in 2016 are up 35 times over 2008. Alright, okay, 2008 was like 45 years ago. I mean, So, I don't know who was using voice search back then. But, I don't know. I don't know if that even applies. does that make sense? Like, what is it? (laughs) Oh, for 2008. Yeah, well, Twitter is being used a lot more than 2008, too. So, you know, and how much of that is just, well, the adoption of services is, you know, having effect just by default. You know, not just like, oh, wow. Anyway. In May 2016, one out of five searches on an Android app in the USA was through speech, according to KPCB. Global Web Index, 25% of 16 to 24 year olds use voice search on mobile. I don't know many 16 to 24 year olds generally, um, let alone if they use search or voice search on that. Uh, 60% of people hold on. Alright, Here's this one. According to mind meld. Sixty percent of people using voice search have started in the last year. Eleven percent of people using voice search started more than three years ago. Uh, HubSpot. Nineteen percent of people use Siri at least daily. What do you use Siri for? Like, and I don't mean that like, rhetorically. I mean it personally. Like, what? I'll ask Siri. I don't even ask her anything I just say take me to for like the directions like if I need directions to the grocery store or to the gym I'll, I'll say like I need to go here uh, and I did that just because I recently moved so I used and, and this is just not good I guess I should probably just learn how to get to places but I just say hey you know Siri take me here and she's like alright cool um, here's the address and let's go Anyway, uh, 9% of users said that they use AI personal assistance in the past day. That was according to uh, AYTM. Also, 45% of those who have used AI personal assistance said they use Siri. Wait, they could just say 45% wait, 9% of users, users of what? 9% of what users? So they just broke down the 9% of users. Doesn't say what kind of users. One in <laughs> global web index. One in five online adults have used a voice search on their mobile in the last month. That's exactly what it says. I don't know. Uh, anyway, 37% use Siri, 23% use Microsoft AI, and 19% use Amazon's Alexa, at least monthly. This was a HubSpot in 2015. Internet stats! We estimate 325 million people use voice control in the past the month. Uh, they estimate that the retail giant Amazon, this is according to Greek Wire. oh, sorry, correction, my bad, uh, GeekWire, um, via GeekWire, we estimated that Amazon has sold 5.1 million smart speakers in the U.S. since it launched in 2014. That's in 2014, and then apparently they shipped 2 million units the first 9 months of 2016, according to SERP. Like, I'm not going to read where all these are from. They're on edit.co.uk. That's just annoying. Only around a third of smartphone owners use their personal assistants regularly, even though 95% have tried them at some point. So what happens? Like, alright, so if I search something, then first of all, I'm not talking about Alexa or Google Home. Talking about like when I say something into my phone, to be like like a search, like a legit search, search, I don't get um, like I get here's what I found, and then Siri stops talking. Like if Siri said, "Okay, first option is you know this one," and you know what came up number two was this, and here's the website where it's from. And, you know, another option would be if I can go, Siri, what's on the fourth page of Google when you search X, Y, Z? And then it could be like, hey, you know, here's what are the fourth results, you know. Or if Siri can, like, read the headlines for that, you know what I mean? Then, so I guess the headlines are, like, the hyperlinks, whatever's on there. Um, One and two... Voice technology on their smartphone. One in three use voice... I'll just read this. Uh, One in two use voice technology on their smartphone. One in three voice technology users use their voice technology daily. I don't know that one that much. Uh, 47% expect their voice technology usage to increase. The number of households in the U.S. with smart speakers has grown 49% in the mid-2017 Amazon and Google account for 94% of all smart speakers in use. Google Home has roughly a 25% share of the U.S. smart speaker market. This guy just compiled all these stats and just dumped them here. You're welcome. 52% of people keep their voice-activated speaker in their common room. 72% of people who own a voice-activated speaker say their devices are often used as part of their daily routine. 41% 41% say using their voice-activated speaker is like talking to a friend or another person. Who says that? How? What kind of friends do they have that respawn in a way that Siri does? Or, you know, whatever their electronic device user is. Anyway. I don't want to meet those people. Oh. Oh. Um, let's see. Reason. humans can I don't know that mean 20% uh, 21% 20% don't like typing on their mobile phone so they turn to voice search 42% say that they use that they, the reason they use voice search is because they're driving so that's a big factor you figure a lot of people drive and that's good that they're using voice and they're not you know using their hand because their eyes would not be on the road. 28% and I don't know this statistic. This one's fascinating. What's more a more accurate way of searching for things? Voice or not voice? Apparently 28% of people think searching for voice is more accurate. trying to 29% of smartphone users will immediately switch to another site or app if it doesn't satisfy their needs well that's i'm surprised it's that low and keep in mind pete ladies and gentlemen these are statistics you know these are numbers these aren't facts this is just like a bunch the people that they the people that were uh what do you call that that filled out the survey or the people that were asked you know that's the results they got so Take it with a grain of salt. I'm not saying this is, like, uh... This isn't part of the... Well, you should get the point. Alright. So, can you get there? Outside of the 30%, 35%, sorry, um, let me redo that. According to ResearchGate, outside 30% of normal recognition errors, 31% were noise-related, and 22 were pronunciation-related. Oh, hang on a second. Now, this is about errors... Um and so okay, okay. Now I was thinking about this earlier. I remember the three point five billion searches per day, and that's people typing. So they estimate that between twenty and fifty percent of all searches, and obviously, like they're 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 tracking how many people are searching for voice now and doing that, but they. How many times have you said something into your phone that you had to repeat it because Siri didn't understand what you said, or... Or, you know, how many times did you talk in your phone and Siri didn't understand what you said, or Siri was just unable to, like... It wasn't a a voice-activated, I guess, question that you can typically ask. Now, I don't use Siri a lot, so disclaimer, it's not like this is my bread and butter. Because this is really just a bit like technology that's used in marketing, not, you know, a direct response marketing kind of thing. This is just, and it's going to grow. This is going to, this is not going to grow. I mean, it's pretty massive as it is, but it's going to be more normal than it is now. And it's going to continue to be interesting. Um, so, outside of 35% of normal recognition errors, which 35% seems like a lot, 31% were noise-related and 22% were pronunciation-related. So, I think that's unacceptable because Siri should understand what I mean. I mean, and noise-related... Siri's gotta communicate. She can't hear me because of noise. And I don't know what normal recognition errors it should not be normal. All that to say Today speech recognition word error rate is eight percent, according to Bruce Clay. Fifteen years ago quality had stalled and word error rates were twenty to thirty percent. But apparently the Microsoft's latest system, according to The Economist, which has six neural networks running in parallel, has reached 5.9%, same as human transcribers. Well, what do you know? So, that is some um, statistics. Now, when we talk about voice, so one of the things that they say if you have a website or if you have a business, and especially if it's a local business, because, you know, I, when it comes to, like, marketing and internet marketing and digital stuff... And I don't even like to use the word digital. But, you know, it's it's not just, you know, what works and what gets results. You know, not just what the quote-unquote big companies are doing. But how does this apply to the pizza shop? You know, the local pizza shop. You know, in the flyover states. In Boise, Idaho. Outside outside of Boise, Idaho. You know what I mean? Like, how does this stuff really apply... So one of the things that they talked about was, you know, the, the, the traditional way they say, they meaning a bunch of people that have wrote articles, posted on the internet, is, you know, in order to capture Alexa's attention, what they're saying is it's essentially the same thing as if you just type it in the Google search box itself instead of just using voice. So, if you have good SEO and your site quote-unquote ranks high, you'll have a chance of ranking high with Google Voice. So, however, they, they, they also say that, you know, when you voice search something, typically, you use more words than if you were to type something. So for example and I think they use they, they use this example um, if you want to know who the CEO of Apple is typically you'll just type in first of all I don't even know how they're getting the statistic but anyway you'll just type into the search box Apple CEO they say that people typically won't type in who is the CEO of Apple so that makes sense so they verbally we're, we're used to saying a full complete sentence so, we will speak a full, complete sentence, and typing you know typically just type Apple CEO. Uh, so, so what they say is, if in order to like you know increase your Google ranking or whatever, long tail keywords blah 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 is to leverage questions like that. So, if you were to say, Hey Siri, what's the best local pizza place near me? restaurants if you turn on location services all right did go you location services settings and turn it on all then right scroll to siri and dictation and allow location access all right siri just popped on for me saying that she can help me find the. all right let's do an experiment right now here's what we're going to do um and this is live so let's test it so let's test if i was to speak something versus type something in google what would siri do Alright, so let's do this. So, yeah. So that's essentially that. And I was researching that earlier. Okay. So, let's do the typing thing first. Okay, so typing. I'm going to type in my iPad. I'm just going to type in Apple space CEO. And I'm going to hit Go. And, uh, what pops up is pictures of Tim Cook, Wikipedia. Then it says, top stories, Fox News, blah, 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 First link that pops up is Wikipedia. And then a USA Today article, CNBC article, Wall Street Journal, um so yeah okay so typing in some top stories here's what we see you know top stories then entries then we get into like the sites so we got a USA Today from one day ago um, CNBC article from one day ago Wall Street Journal article one day ago former Facebook executive does something business insider 12 hours ago so a lot of recent stuff and NBC News, one Fox News, The Verge two days ago. And this is just the first page of like the iPad, you know? So if you scroll all the way down, it's gonna say more results. And then, you know, I take that as like page two. So here, so we'll just X out of there. Hey Siri, who is the CEO of Apple? Tim Cook is the CEO of Apple. Alright. She just said Tim Cook is the CEO of Apple. Siri, can you give me more information on Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple? Here's what I found on the web for can give me more information on Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. Alright, so if you didn't hear that, she's like, here's what I found on the web for can you give me more information on Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. So, it looks like Siri searched. So if I was to type in, can give me more information on Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. Here's what popped up. Apple stock, August the 2nd. Then the Tim Cook Wikipedia thing. Then a June 21st article from CNBC. Tim Cook says Apple. And I'm not endorsing any of these sites, blah, 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 blah. It's a disclaimer. Um and then a June 27th article and I can scroll down April 29th article all right so Siri so answered the question so how does that so how does that change things so how does that affect how you search for things on voice so do you kind of get it like if Would you would you aim for keywords that Siri would err on? Because look, I had to prompt Siri to give me more information on who the CEO of Apple was. But if I typed it in, you know, Apple CEO, we saw like the most recent news articles, the most recent stuff. So what does that tell you? You know what's going to happen with voice search now? You know that's going to figure that because look, why why do we have to prompt Siri to give us more information on Tim Cook? I mean, I don't know. That's cool. Hey, that's all I needed to know. But here's what she googled for me was: Can give me more information? Because I was like, hey, can you give me more information on Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple? I think that's what I said. I don't even remember. So. And I'll so that's what she pumped up and what I'll do is just to make sure I'll type that in to Google itself. Can give me more information on Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. So we'll just type that in. Can give me more information. On the CEO of... A-P-P-L-E. And... What pops up... Is... Something completely different. Um, and this is on iPad. So... Mobile search, I guess. Is that different than regular search? I don't know. You SEO nerds can tell me. Um, but if you type it, so, I was like, so if I type it in, here's what pops up. Wikipedia, I mean, it's it's kind of a famous person, so, you know, that pops up. And then, underneath it, you know, notable moments, kind of like articles, or whatever, and more people. And then, the links start to come up. Apple leadership, and then a Wikipedia entry, and then, a CNBC article from February. Then another CNBC article from April, which you know these are completely different. So what's that say to? So how would you optimize either your website, your marketing campaign, or your? So that's fascinating. Former yeah, there's another on a Forbes article. So anyway, so I think that's interesting there's definitely uh, a lot to do with that I think you get the point I think we hammered the point home well oh let's see what else th- I think just by doing that I really uh, eliminated like half the research that I did for 20 minutes before I started this podcast um, alright let's see what else we got here Standby. Uh, this website called palpable media six things you need to know to develop a voice marketing strategy for amazon echo they quote they quote they um according to a report by juniper in november 2017 the amazon echo google home sonos one will be installed in 55% ...of households by 2022. By that time, over 70 million households will have at least one of these smart speakers in their home. The total number of installed devices will top 175 million. So then they start asking a question. So they talk about how to design a voice-first website. So, okay... As They talk about how can we guide or prompt queries to learn more about our brand in ways that are positive and likely to generate traction. First and foremost, you'll have to map out the expected user flow. A core part of the strategy will be designing embedded prompts that lead directly to corporate sanctioned answers and authorities. I don't know what that means. An example of how to use voice as an extension of the brand experience is in motor vehicles. I feel like that's kind of like an easy one. Alright. Hyundai's blue link technology. Now I'm reading if you can't tell that I'm reading all of this. I'll I'll uh, go okay. Now we're in quotations now. Technology enables owners of its IO and IQ electronic and sonata hybrid vehicles to start and stop the charge of their cars by giving their echo a voice command and even heat the car to a certain temperature. Lying in bed on a cold winter's morning, a user could say, Alexa, tell Blue Link to start my car at 26 degrees. Mapping out, alright, yeah. That's still not, hold on, the whole point of this article was a marketing strategy, which I guess they're getting there. Then they talk about how, what, what? defining your brand ooh defining your brand through voice who should be your brand spokesman oh lord more stats and then they're talking about no no we're looking for like actionable stuff real time responses have a PR and IR response strategy with voice answers are expected to be immediate an issue and crisis can arrive they do so faster than ever how can you ensure that your message is delivered in real time to the market Yes, your crisis response may be in the quote-unquote news section of your website, but the algorithm powered by Google will likely pick up the chatter, potentially spreading rumors about your product, executive, or spokesperson, rather than squashing them. And And then what else does this article say? Nothing really else. Oh. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. The last part that they talk about of what to do and how to capitalize on this voice thing... Adding a face to a voice, and I quote: "So is a visual chat bot pop-up an extension of your voice strategy?" Okay, what what is a visual chat bot pop-up? If how much what percent did we say searches were done without a screen? Like so, where does the visual chat bot thing pop up now? Well. Alexa soon have and maybe she does now I don't know you tell me they have like a little hologram that pops up that you know Alexa and then like you know another thing pops up it's like hey you know it's Alexa and then can you dress this avatar like can you choose what this quote unquote visual chat chatbot pop up is you tell me Customer service chatbots on your website will still be a necessity. When you talk to someone, there's all sorts of nonverbal communication. The avatar itself helps with empathy. If the the end user feels like they're being heard and understood, they're more likely to engage. Oh, we know that. That is from uh, Chief Experience Officer at IPsoft or IPsoft. So, all right, let's dig into this. Visual... Chatbot pop-up. What the h? Visual chatbot. Visual chatbot. Let's talk bot. So we google Ooh, let's do this. Hey Siri. What is a visual chatbot pop-up? Okay, I found this on the web for a visual chatbot pop-up. Take a look. Okay, visual chatbot pop-up. She said pop-up. All right, all right, cool. We'll just go with Siri. We'll just go with Siri from now on. You know what I mean? I think, you know, that might be the difference. Is that what if what if people they're not gonna care what the difference is? I don't think so, because maybe I'm curious to what Siri has to say. You know, maybe Siri can take me a place that normal Google search can't. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? You know, how are those algorithms different? Okay, so we went to, oh man, a visual chatbot website and all it is is like a chatbot. That's not what we wanted. So, uh, let's just type it in then. There's no back button to hit back for those results because I clicked the result from that main page. So, ooh, another question. All right, visual chat, BOT. Okay. These bots have eyes. All right, why the evolution of visual chat bots is a boon for entrepreneurs. Oh, dude, this came out a month ago. From entrepreneur.com Written by Ronan Rosenberg From CTO Taxi The one may be enamored with bots at the moment But they've actually been around for quite some time End quote Oh lord You know what I want? What I expect to see is Like a 3D hologram picture Of a chatbot and then it talks about like deep learning alright we'll just have to come back for that another day visual visual Jabots. so that uh so way to uh get in the trenches huh what uh what a podcast episode and we're looking at the clock right now this is a record time as we prepare for 2019 ugh it's gonna be the biggest year Now, with any client that I work with, and this isn't a pitch, I'm just saying, because I'm I'm going somewhere with this, and I'm sure you do this too, but you kind of have goals of what, you know, what does success look like, and mine is to have a thousand downloads or a thousand listens by June 1st, by June 1st, the first half of the year. That's the goal, a thousand, and I think I have like a hundred now. So, I think I can get there. Um, Only with your help, though. So, if you uh, liked this episode, even if you hated it and you're still listening, uh, smash that subscribe button. Give me a like and a share. I would love it. Love it! And I appreciate it a lot because I love this. I love this advertising stuff. You know, digital marketing. This how to get, you know, how to help businesses and entrepreneurs, you know, uh, make money do what they love and kind of get themselves to the next level so as I wrap up thank you so much for listening if you happen to be in the San Antonio area I'm going to give these people a shout out okay if you're in San Antonio Texas there is oh I'm trying to pull it up right now Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, there is a meetup, hold on. There is a live meetup in San Antonio that they talk specifically about this stuff. Hold on, Antonio. Voice meetup. Yeah, here it is. Okay. Thursday, October the 25th. Oh, man, hold on. No. It's the 28th. Because I saw it, and I had this pulled up, especially because I wanted to share it with you. Just in case you're in the neighborhood. Oh, there it is! Okay. Monday, October 29th, hosted by Paul O'Brien and John Largent from San Antonio Media Tech. And they don't know that I'm doing this, so you're welcome for the free... Publicity, Monday, October the 29th, from 9 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock in the morning at 600 Soledad Street in San Antonio. Media Tech Week. They're going to start bridging. um, They're going to talk about uh, voice. That's all. Um... But it's supposed to be cool. I mean, it looks cool. I might go. I doubt it. I probably won't be there, so don't count on me. Being there, um, a couple, I'm a few hours away, actually. So that will not happen. But I know that this is one of the things that they're going to be talking about. Um, later on today, actually, in San, also in San Antonio, there's an event called Let's Build a Voice for Alexa from Meetup. They will use Amazon Blueprints to serve as an introduction to voice skills development with the Alexa Skills Kit. You want to know what that means? I certainly do. Well, let's find out, shall we? Okay. Uh, Page is loading. Oh, the page doesn't exist anymore. Maybe it's gone. Alright, other than that just tying up a couple things here. I want to make sure. I'm going to delete out of these 14 and a half pages I was on. Alright. That is the end. That concludes this episode, ladies and gentlemen. You will see some new things. We might we might add some structure to these episodes. And also some not so structured things. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening on this side that you don't see. Um, one of the things I did with uh, with my agency... Is we're having some conference calls because we're getting some sales guys in to to do some selling. You know, uh, the marketing thing that's that's not the problem. It's and the selling is not so much the problem either. It's just doing everything. And you know, those of you that have gone from you know being a one man show to a team, you know how it is when you need to multiply your. Yourself, you know. So it's either finding people or training people, or or delegating out certain things. So that's that's kind of a a, a challenge for me. Really, it's new in my business because I am used to doing everything, and I have contracted some stuff out before, but kind of on a project project basis, um, not you know as a full time thing. So I'm um, having some conference calls and kind of laying out the format for for how I do things for these sales guys. So. Um. If you know any good, good, you know, local salesmen, some closers that, that want to work for an ad agency, would not necessarily have to do advertising, but just get to sell. You know, shoot them my way. I'd love to, love to, you know, connect to them. And um, other than that, you know, that's that's what's doing my business for now. Uh, a couple of niche things with some some chatbot things. You know, and we're going to get pretty deep in the chatbots pretty soon because me personally, as, as a skills development perspective. My the my love with with internet marketing and and you know chatbots are becoming a massive you know leverage point for for my business and for a lot of others as well. So we're also going to get into that. There's so as we're we're looking forward to things. There's we're going to keep keep episodes between the twenty. <laughs> I keep thinking about that statistic. We're between twenty percent and fifty percent of. I mean, that's a lot of percentage of uh, Google searches will be done on voice. You know, but the thing is, how many of those? Uh, I just can't keep thinking about like. You know, when you say something to Siri or Alexa, and you're like, "Hey, you know, look this up for me," and they're like, "Okay, here." You're like, "Oh no, wait a minute!" And then you got to like say the thing again. Is that counted as a correction? Is that counted as an error? So, I mean, like we saw today. What what a difference between, you know, having to get more results from Alexa or Siri after the initial question, you know. Um, but I thought that was fascinating. So we learned that. It's a good day for learning. Good day for uh, for that, too. So uh, we talked about chatbots, talked about voice, talk about sales. Uh, next episode is going to be pretty cool. It's going to be the 12th episode. There's about to be... You know, Grant Cardone has this thing. He talks a lot about uh, 10xing, this idea of 10xing. And not only am I going to 10x the listeners and what happens on this program, but, uh, you know, and I can be all cheesy and be like, we're going to 10x the value too, you know. I mean, it is what it is. If you love this stuff, if you love advertising and different facets of it, you're going to find that... This is really cool. Hey, in some episodes that we have on, you know, we might be like, well, I'm really not too interested in in voice or whatever. Whatever. But the next episode, you know, if there's something that you can take and apply in your business, then then it's definitely worth it. And that's, you know, why uh, I do this. So, so yeah. So Grant Cardone talks about 10xing things in your business. Um, One of the things that I'm doing, one with this episode to 10x that. So... I'm gonna have you know more frequent podcast episodes. From, I mean, we did it this week until the end of the year. You know, if you think about, you know, how many listeners there were in just ten episodes, there was 130. I think I was about 136. So if I can do 100 episodes, then I should break that. 100 episodes. We should be able to break that that thousand listener mark by June and I don't know if that's high I don't know if that's a high goal or not or if that's low um, but that's that's uh, so a thousand listeners by June hundred episodes and the way I broke that down and here's how, how we break down here's how we break down things I think you know how to break down things but we'll just break this down in real time because I love this stuff you know if you have a goal you can break it down a friend of mine he I won't tell you his name or give you his email. But he is about to start training for an Ironman. And I did some triathlons too. In fact, I also did an Ironman triathlon. And what you got to do... is a lot of training for it. But how to do that, well, a smart way is to know... Okay. You know, if you're 8 months out. If you're 12 months out. 16 months out. You know, what do you have to do to get there? Break it down to small steps. And then that will... You know, as long as you just, oh, then it's just a follow through game. Then all you got to do is just follow through. So if we go, June is about seven months away. So if we do four months in May 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. There's about, well, I'll say, 32 weeks. 32 weeks between now and June 1st. And we're on episode 10. So, e- if even if we did three episodes... A week that would be 96 episodes between now and June by just three episodes a week so then we would break the hundred episodes and we should be able to get that mark at just three episodes a week of the art of advertising because we love advertising so um, and and I'm often the type of person to be like well that's not good enough let's just do four times a week because I really want to smash this number out of the park, so we're gonna go for a thousand listeners by June first. And how we're gonna do that is by having shorter, now more frequent episodes. But also, we'll dig into like, we're like for real, like dig into topics because we want things that are actionable and things that you can apply. If, so, like that whole Alexa experiment that we did, um, I thought that was big. You know, the, what a what a lesson that is. So anyway. Um, so that's big and then the next thing we'll, uh, I'll keep you up to date kind of of how that's going with the, the and, I, and months maybe by June depending upon how big I can get is I'll tell you how I'm going about you know getting these salespeople because it's really fascinating and really unique and I don't and I know of no one who's done this before um, I know of one person who did that's where I got this idea from and I'll tell you it all in June you know, once... Uh, you know, if I can get to that 1,000 listener mark... I feel like that number's low. To get a 1,000 listen, Like, a 1,000 plays. Uh, if the, Yeah, this will work out. And I'll tell you... I'll just tell you everything by June about... Um, but we should get the 1,000 listener mark in. As long as this works... Because I'm, I'm being as scientific as I can about it with... Um, you know, how we go about it. So we're documenting everything, so... Um, and I might... We'll just see how this goes, at least in the next week. And we'll let this cat out of the bag. Because if it works for me, it will definitely work for you. Um, but like I said, I don't know any other any agencies doing this right now. And I got this idea. It wasn't even from an agency. Uh, it was from a, uh, a company that uh, needed salespeople. They had a pretty unique way of finding them. And that's what we like to do, is find out unique ways to get the job done. I feel like that's that's like an undercurrent of uh direct responses, you know there's and there's certain things about direct response that makes direct response a thing, but one part of it is you know really knowing your market and really knowing what what gets them what really grinds their gears, you know, and sometimes that takes you know kind of a sleuth a detective you know you gotta see what's the thing that that want to makes them go that extra that step i guess all right so um that's all i got have yourselves a marvelous marvelous day and thank you so so much for listening signing off remember the light at the end of the tunnel may be you